Welcome to the Addiction in Emergency Medicine and Acute Care podcast. Why does this topic matter? One person in the United States dies from a drug overdose every six minutes. We as healthcare providers must do better to treat addiction, prevent overdoses, and improve the lives of our patients and their families. This podcast is designed to provide you with simple and evidence-based information on substance use disorders that you can use to take better care of your patients on your next shift. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Addiction in Emergency Medicine and Acute Care. Dr. Casey Grover here back again for another great episode. I wanted to read a note I got from a patient with opiate use disorder recently. He came into my emergency department asking for help with heroin. He was not in withdrawal in the emergency department, and he was asking to get on Suboxone. We did a home induction because I have my ex waiver. I was able to prescribe him Suboxone for discharge, and I gave him instructions on how to start the Suboxone at home. And a few days later, I received a message from him, quote, just wanted to say everything went smoothly, and thank you so much for your support on my road to recovery. I can't express how much it means to me to have your understanding and support. Addiction is a horrible disease, which affects good people. When people ask for help and you give them kindness, respect, and good medical treatment, amazing things are possible for any illness. And addiction shouldn't be any different. On to today's episode of how to assess the severity of a substance use disorder. Now, why are we talking about this topic? In my electronic health record, our discharge diagnoses must be ICD-10 codes. If you go to enter a discharge diagnosis of alcohol use disorder, you'll be prompted with multiple options, such as mild alcohol use disorder, moderate alcohol use disorder, or severe alcohol use disorder. And the list is actually much longer. But my initial thoughts when I saw these were, how do I tell if it's mild, moderate, or severe? How do I tell the difference between them? So we're going to dig into this today to understand how to assess the severity of a substance use disorder. And our reference for this topic will be the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders 5th Edition, also known as the DSM-5. And we are going to dig right straight into these criteria. The DSM-5 criteria for substance use disorder begin with a broad description of what a substance use disorder is, followed by the 11 criteria that are used to assess the severity. So, a substance use disorder is a problematic pattern of substance use leading to clinically significant impairment or distress as manifested by at least two of the following within a 12-month period. So that's the broad description. And next come the 11 criteria. Number one, the substance is often taken in larger amounts or over a longer period of time than intended. Number two, there is a persistent desire or unsuccessful efforts to cut down or control substance use. Number three, a great deal of time is spent in activities necessary to obtain the substance use the substance, or recover from its effects. Number four, craving or a strong desire or urge to use the substance. Number five, recurrent substance use resulting in a failure to fulfill major role obligations at work, school, or home. Number six, 
continued substance use despite having persistent or recurrent social or interpersonal problems caused or exacerbated by the effects of the substance. Number seven, important social, occupational, or recreational activities are given up or reduced because of substance use. Number eight, recurrent substance use in situations where it is physically dangerous. Number nine, Substance use is continued despite knowledge of having a persistent or recurrent physical or psychological problem that is likely to have been caused or exacerbated by the substance. Number 10, tolerance, which is the need for more of the substance to achieve intoxication or a decreased effect with continued use of the same amount of the substance. Number 11, withdrawal which is the development of withdrawal syndrome when stopping use or consuming the substance to prevent withdrawal. Now, you assess your patient for all of these criteria and count up the number of criteria that your patient meets. Two to three criteria is a mild substance use disorder. Four to five criteria is a moderate substance use disorder. Six or more criteria is a severe substance use disorder. And you don't need to memorize these. You can always look them up on shift or when you're working. And on a high level, the criteria are intuitive and they focus on the various aspects of how substance use affects people's lives. They examine problems controlling use of the substance, substance use causing problems with personal life and health, tolerance, and withdrawal. So what does this look like or sound like when you're actually evaluating a patient with an actual substance use disorder? And I apologize, you're going to hear these 11 criteria a lot on this episode, so I apologize for being redundant, but I want to make sure we hammer these home. So let's use alcohol as an example. An alcohol use disorder is a problematic pattern of alcohol use leading to clinically significant impairment or distress as manifested by at least two of the following within a 12-month period. Number one, alcohol is often taken in larger amounts or over a longer period of time than intended. Number two, there is a persistent desire or unsuccessful efforts to cut down or control alcohol use. Number three, a great deal of time is spent in activities necessary to obtain alcohol, use alcohol, or recover from its effects. Number four, craving or a strong desire or urge to use alcohol. Number five, Recurrent alcohol use resulting in a failure to fulfill major role obligations at work, school, or home. Number six, continued alcohol use despite having persistent or recurrent social or interpersonal problems caused or exacerbated by the effects of alcohol. Number seven, important social, occupational, or recreational activities are given up or reduced because of alcohol use. Number eight, Recurrent alcohol use in situations where it is physically dangerous. Number nine, alcohol use is continued despite knowledge of having a persistent or recurrent physical or psychological problem that is likely to have been caused or exacerbated by alcohol. Number 10, tolerance, a need for more alcohol to achieve intoxication or a decreased effect with continued use of the same amount of alcohol. Number 11, withdrawal which is the development of withdrawal syndrome when stopping use or consuming alcohol to prevent withdrawal. And once again, assess your patient for all of these 11 criteria and count up the number of criteria that your patient meets. Two to three is a mild alcohol use disorder. 
four to five is a moderate alcohol use disorder, and six or more is a severe alcohol use disorder. And these can be assessed as a part of your history and physical just by letting the patient tell you when you ask open-ended questions such as, tell me about how you use alcohol, or tell me more about your concerns with alcohol that brought you to the hospital today. Some questions may be more pointed, such as, have you ever had any problems completing your work or missing work related to alcohol? And all specialties within the House of Medicine have their specific questions and their history and physical. Like you might remember from medical school asking about handedness in neurology and plastic surgery, or asking about a family history of heart disease and cardiology. And I've noticed when working with skilled addiction medicine providers that these 11 criteria are naturally woven into the addiction history and physical, allowing the provider to easily determine the severity of the substance use disorder by the end of the interview. You could also consider starting with open-ended questions, and if there are any of the criteria that haven't yet been addressed, asking pointed questions to address the remaining criteria. And if you are looking at a different substance, say cannabis or cocaine, the criteria are the same. Just take the same 11 criteria and substitute in the substance that the patient is using for which you are assessing the patient. So let's go through some examples. So let's say your patient has cannabis use disorder. So for cannabis use, criteria one would be cannabis is often taken in larger amounts or over a longer period of time than intended. Maybe your patient has inhalant use disorder. So criteria two for inhalant use would be there is a persistent desire or unsuccessful efforts to cut down or control inhalant use. Maybe your patient has cocaine use disorder and then criteria three for cocaine use would be a great deal of time is spent in activities necessary to obtain cocaine, use cocaine, or recover from its effects. And these numerical criteria for the severity are the same for all substances. Assess the patient for all 11 criteria, count up the number of criteria that your patient meets, two to three criteria is a mild substance use disorder, four to five criteria is a moderate substance use disorder, and six or more criteria is a severe substance use disorder. All right, so that was a bit redundant like we talked about, but let's move on to some take-home points as we wrap this up. Take-home point number one, a substance use disorder is a problematic pattern of substance use leading to clinically significant impairment or distress as manifested by at least two of the 11 DSM-5 criteria for substance use disorder within a 12-month period. Take-home point number two, DSM-5 criteria to assess the severity of substance use involves 11 criteria that need to be assessed. On a high level, these criteria look at four areas of how a substance use disorder affects a person. Problems controlling the use of the substance, substance use causing problems with personal life and health, tolerance, and withdrawal. Take-home point number three. Out of the 11 criteria, if they meet two to three criteria, they have a mild substance use disorder. If they meet four to five criteria, they have a moderate substance use disorder. And if they meet six or more criteria, they have a severe substance use disorder. Take home point number four, you don't have to memorize the criteria. Focus on understanding the basic concept of using the DSM-5 criteria to determine the severity of substance use disorders and you can always look up the details 
while you're working on shift. This concludes our episode on how to assess the severity of substance use disorders. I personally found it remarkably simple, and I hope you found it helpful. Thanks for listening, and don't forget, treating substance use disorders saves lives.